Bismillah, velhamdülillah, ve salatu selamu Resulillah. Life illuminated by the Qur'an is a blessing known by those who have tasted it, a favor that blesses and purifies life. The Qur'an brings joy to the hearts and guides them. And what a great blessing that the King of Kings, the Master, the Sovereign, the Almighty, the Great, the Self-Sufficient, the Supreme, the Lord of the Worlds, directly addresses meager humans through the Qur'an. Allah Almighty said, And is it not sufficient for them that we reveal to you the book, which is recited to them, indeed in that is a mercy and reminder for people who believe. Indeed, the Qur'an is a mercy, reminder, and blessing, Allah Almighty said. Say, in the bounty of Allah, and in His mercy, in that let them rejoice. It is better than what they accumulate. The interpreters of the Qur'an said the bounty of Allah is Islam, and that His mercy is the Qur'an. Say, in the bounty of Allah, and in his mercy, in that let them rejoice. It is better than what they accumulate. And through the Qur'an, souls are filled with joy that overflows to the faces and extends to homes and communities. Allah praised himself for this bounty before being praised by those who praise him. Allah Almighty said, All praise is due to Allah, who has sent down upon his servant the book and has not made therein any deviance. And this great book is a blueprint for life, and moves the hearts. And just as water revives the land, this noble book revives the hearts, Allah Almighty said. Has the time not come for those who have believed that their hearts should become humbly submissive at the remembrance of Allah, and what has come down of the truth, and let them not be like those who were given the scripture before, and a long period passed over them so their hearts hardened, and many of them are defiantly disobedient. Know that Allah gives life to the earth after its lifelessness. We have made clear to you the signs perhaps you will understand. And how many barren lands with no vegetation, no plants, no grass, no pasture, does Allah Almighty revive with water? Then it is stirred to life, and it swells and put forth every lovely kind of growth. Then, with this water, the land is revived from its barrenness, drought, and dryness. And likewise is the case with people's hearts. For the heart's need for the revelation of Allah Almighty and the knowledge with which the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam came is exactly like the barren land that needs the rain to be revived. And just as the earth is not revived except with water, hearts are not revived except by the revelation of Allah. And since the revelation is to the hearts, what the rain is to the land, what is the situation of people with this revelation? And what is their share from it? And to what extent do they benefit from it? To know the answer, look with a contemplating eye upon the land when rain descends upon it.
the one reflecting upon the land after rainfall, finds varying impact of the rain. And if there is variance in how land is impacted by the rain, there is also variance in how people are impacted by revelation. And to increase understanding of this great concept, let us reflect upon a hadith that was narrated by Abu Musa al-Ash'ari, may Allah be pleased with him, who said that the Prophet ﷺ said, The similitude of guidance and knowledge that Allah has sent me with is like heavy rain that fell on a land. Some spots had good soil. They absorbed the water and brought forth much greenery and vegetation. Other spots were solid. They held the water. Allah thus made them useful to people. They drank, watered, and planted. Some of the rain, however, fell on parts that retained no water and produced no greenery. Such is the likeness of the one who understands the religion of Allah and benefited from what Allah has sent with me. He learned and taught it to others. It is also the likeness of the one who did not raise his head to it, does not turn to it, and does not benefit and thus did not accept Allah's guidance with which I was sent. What a great example, and how much we are in need to reflect upon it. And one should look at their situation in light of this wonderful example in which the Prophet ﷺ linked us, so that we understand the matter clearly, with something that we see and witness when rain falls on the earth around us, and how the land is impacted to various degrees, Likewise is the case of the impact of the divine revelation on people. People's situation with Allah's revelation is exactly like that of the earth with the rain. So there are some people who have been given success by Allah Almighty in being attentive with this revelation through correct and precise understanding, reflection and contemplation, they combine preserving the words of Allah and the words of the Messenger ﷺ and correct understanding of them and reflecting on their meaning and extracting the rulings from them. These are the people who are anchored in knowledge and have a good understanding of the religion of Allah, most majestic. And there is another group that Allah Almighty has honored. So they gave great care to the Qur'an and Sunnah. They take care in preserving and memorizing it, and spent time in recounting it. But unlike the first group, they were not given insightful understanding, firm knowledge, and ability to extract the rulings from the words of Allah and the words of His Messenger, However, they are upon great goodness and success from Allah Almighty, and they have a share from the words of the Prophet ﷺ, Allah brightens a person who hears what I say, then retains it, then conveys it to one with more capacity than him. So perhaps a bearer of knowledge is not a scholar, and perhaps a bearer of knowledge conveys it to one who is more knowledgeable than him. And both of these two previous groups are happy. And as for the last group, they are denied this goodness. They are like the poorest land, that does not hold water and cannot be benefited from. And it does not grow greenery, so there is no benefit from the water. So this is the situation of one who does not raise their head to the revelation, and does not give it any attention. Their days pass, and their lives are wasted without spending time on the revelation of Allah, neither through knowledge, or putting it into practice. 
so those are the losers. We seek refuge in Allah Almighty from that. O people, Allah the Exalted, refer to those not reflecting upon the Qur'an as having locks on their hearts. Allah Almighty said, Then do they not reflect upon the Qur'an, or are there locks upon their hearts? And just as Allah Almighty is able to revive a barren land through rain and cause it to thrive with greenery after drought, Allah the Exalted is able to guide the astray, soften hearts after their hardness, and open locked hearts. And Allah the Most Merciful, especially merciful, has made keys for these locks. The first of these keys is knowledge of Allah Almighty, for the Qur'an is the words of Allah the Majestic, my Lord, your Lord, and the Lord of your ancestors, the Lord of the East and the Lord of the West and what is between them, the Lord of the worlds, the All-Provider, owner of power, the most strong. And the honor of words is based on the honor of whose words they are. And all speech, even if it is great, is less than the words of Allah Almighty, let alone the false speech and idle talk. Uthman, may Allah be pleased with him, said, if your hearts were purified, you would not get enough of the words of your Lord. Purifying the heart through doing what Allah Almighty commanded and performing different acts of obedience, and purifying the heart through asking Allah Almighty to rectify your heart, which is the second key for unlocking hearts. Asking Allah to, rec to rectify your heart by saying, O oh Allah, purify my heart. O oh Allah, rectify my heart. O oh Allah, guide my heart. And Ibn Mas'ud, may Allah be pleased with him, narrated that the Prophet ﷺ said, No one is afflicted with distress or sorrow, and says, O oh Allah, I am your servant, and the son of your male servant, and the son of your female servant. My forehead is in your hand. Your judgment upon me is assured, and your decree concerning me is just. I ask you by every name that you have named yourself with, revealed in your book, taught any of your creation, or kept unto yourself in the knowledge of the unseen that is with you, to make the Qur'an the spring of my heart, and the light of my chest, and the banisher of my sadness, and the reliever of my distress, except that Allah will remove his distress and sorrow and replace it with relief." And another key for unlocking hearts is knowledge of the blessings of the great Qur'an. Allah Almighty said, This is a blessed book which we have revealed to you, that they might reflect upon its verses and those of understanding would be reminded. The blessings of the Qur'an are upon individuals, families, societies, blessings in this world and the hereafter. The Prophet ﷺ said, Whoever recites a letter from Allah's book, then he receives the reward from it, and the reward of ten like it. <clears throat> and the Prophet ﷺ said, Recite Surah Al-Baqarah, for, for retaining it is a blessing, and abandoning it is a regret, and the sorcerers cannot handle it. And the Prophet ﷺ said, Indeed, there is a surah in the Qur'an of thirty ayat, which intercedes for a man until he is forgiven. It is Surah Tabarak. And the Prophet ﷺ said, 
it will be said to the one devoted to the Qur'an, read, ascend, and recite with deliberation as you used to recite with deliberation in the world. Your rank will be at the last verse that you recite. We ask Allah Almighty, through His most beautiful names and lofty attributes, to nourish our hearts with Iman faith, and to give us success in reciting His book in the hours of the night and at both ends of the day. Indeed, Allah is all hearing, answering. Hada wa salatu salam ar-Rasulillah.